Did the wizard come from the moon? Will darkness consume us all? I don't have time to explain why I don't have time to explain what this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is all about. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is sponsored by Humble Bundle. So, Destiny has been a long, it's been a long-standing game going on for almost a decade. We're getting ready to cross into that. Specifically, we're at eight years right now. So, it first started as a rumor from a fired contractor um, that was spreading that Bungie was doing some stuff, making a new game, and everything. But that was all just speculation until 2012. Uh, so they finally acknowledged it and said, "Hey, yo, it's it's real. It is absolutely real." And in 2013, they officially announced it. The Bungie and Act. Activision did a joint press conference, and that was the day the, the trailer and video documentary revealing the game dropped as well. And from there, it's kind of just been history. Uh, it It's had a lot of speculation of what it's going to be. It's going to have a lot of uh, press around it. And I got to be honest, I was super, super excited about it. Uh, I, when it first came out, I picked it up, I believe, on PlayStation 3. It tells you how old it was. I picked it up and was super excited to play it. Um, at that time, I really had no one else to play it with, which is ultimately ironic, considering now. It did officially drop in September 2014, and it released to some mixed positive reviews. Um, the campaign was mostly pretty short. It was very grindy. It was very, uh, repetitive. And, you know, some would still say that to this day it is. And I, I think they would be absolutely right. Um, for pure, uh, transparency, Doug is more of the Destiny player, but I want to cover Destiny and what its long heritage has been. I mean, over two games and multiple uh, releases. That's a lot of time. A lot of games don't manage to make it eight years. Yet, it's it's had its issues with microtransactions and, you know, loot boxes and things like that. And the grinding circle. But it still managed to maintain a decent fan base. To where they're they're getting ready to release a brand new expansion in a couple days, really. So it's exciting, and that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to cover this topic. Because, well, it's it's kind of interesting to me to watch a game's developmental cycle. So I want to talk about its expansions and things like that. I don't want to go into the lore. That's more Doug's story, and I really want to get him to record an entire video 
discussing the lore of the game and paracausal bullets. But it's interesting. So the game released February 13th in 2013. The first expansion, The Darkness Below, released almost two years later in December 9th, 2014, missing the two-year by just a few months. So that's a huge cycle, and let's be honest. Let's be very honest. If you played the first game, the first first one before darkness below any of them you would not have you would have ran out of content um you you would have done the raids i don't know if they dropped by then for you know honesty you would have done everything you possibly could have and you probably would have put down the game and walked away from it but they stuck with it they said you know what we're going to continue to do it. We've got a release schedule. We've got, they had a roadmap and said, Hey, we're going to do this, this, and this. And they stuck to it. Yeah. The game might not have been as popular as it was when they, when they first dropped it, but it's there now. So the darkness below dropped on December 9th in 2014. And then we get house of wolves in May 19th, 2015. So, it's about a year apart again, um, you know, by a couple months, which is not a bad developmental cycle because with each new expansion, you get new weapons, new power levels, everything like that. So you're, you're, you're absolutely, uh, running into some of the issues of, you know, by the time you get to the next expansion, you've already ran out of stuff, which actually is not bad. Because you don't want to have to make someone feel like they've constantly got to, like, I got to catch up, I got to catch up, I got to catch up. Because MMOs actually suffer from that, actually, extremely heavily. If you haven't finished the previous expansion stuff or the previous patches stuff, you've got to hustle just to get new stuff done. Um, from Speaking from experience with Final Fantasy XIV, you have to hustle hard just to catch up and get new stuff. So I like that they have it kind of on a year, smaller bits and bobs there. So that way you're not absolutely overwhelmed. Uh, it takes about a weekend to finish all the destiny content, the storyline of it. I think some of them, you know, it takes like a, a day or so, which is not bad because it's easy just to run through. It's a runner gunner looter shooter. So it's actually kind of cool. And the Taken King, and some would argue this was the turning point for Destiny. Because up until this point, storyline had been very much like, go out and check the Grimoire cards when those were a thing. Go check those out online. So don't play the game. Go online and look up Grimoire cards. And Taken King changed this. It actually presented a cohesive story, and some argue that it actually introduced story. Because Destiny was kind of just, okay, go do this, why? Because we told you to. It was very middling. There was no, like, absolute storyline. Taking King changed that. I believe it actually changed the entire landscape of Destiny. Um... And truthfully, I think I fell out actually in that first year of Destiny. I would always pick up the new expansion, play it, and then put it back down. 
I never stuck with it. It's fun. I don't dislike it. I just, I have other things to play. Um, it's not my sit down and play it for 45 minutes sort of game. Unless that I'm gearing up for something to play with Doug or something like that. So the Taken King changed it. We got a new storyline. We got more weapons. Every expansion adds a ton of weapons in there. And that's awesome because they're constantly updating things. They're adding raids. They're adding activities to do more PVP matches or maps, I should say. And it's exciting. And I'm always interested in that because they're always adding something new in old, you know, patches of old video games. They just kind of, you know, fix a couple things and all that giant expansions for MMOs typically add huge new maps and everything. But a lot of what these done was just add stuff on existing maps, which is actually kind of interesting because it lowers your developmental cycle. You don't have to build a new map, which means you don't have to animate anything new or come up with, you know, any wireframes or anything like that. Having studied, you know, uh, game design just a little bit as a hobby, you don't have to come up with landscaping. You don't have to come up with anything, meshing, anything at all. You don't have to come up with new enemy types. You don't have to come up with new lighting schematics. Nothing like that. You just have to slap a story sticker on it and spawn enemies from this location that they probably could have already been through. Which is actually really, really exciting. Because it absolutely lowers the map development time and maybe you upgrade you tweak the ai maybe you add the new weapons you have to skin those out and formulate their uh, damage basically so you're allocating what would have been for map making and meshing and animation and all of that and being able to develop it and put it into weapons and story because like i said taken king added more story in that is not to say that they've never added new maps and new patches. Actually, I do think in Taken King they added the Dreadnought. I think that was what it was. Um, they added a new area in there, which is cool. And Rise of Iron, which was next, which was released on September 20th in 2016, that's when I really started. Uh, that was when I like got hit Destiny hard because it was actually really kind of a cool storyline i was able to watch um playthroughs of let's players big companies like achievement hunter go through the storyline go through some of the raids and it was actually exciting um but i've never been able to to do a raid because i've never had a giant group and truthfully i'd much rather doug be able to go through it as well because like i said doug was not into it at first but now he is into it heavily I, like I said, I really want him to do a podcast talking about all the lore of Destiny, which would be actually really extremely interesting, because I have no external f information about Destiny. Um, that's that's his jam. I joke about paracausal bullets, but apparently that's a thing. Um, and Rise of Iron changed the game. It added some new mechanics in there. It added, I believe... 
the Siva, I think it was called. They added, I think they added swords in as well. And it was actually really cool. Um, the storyline was actually really awesome. Introduced a new hub area. And it, it was kind of a good capstone for Destiny. It rounded out the story and said, you know what? Here's where we're going to end the development of Destiny 1. And start preparing for Destiny 2. Which is exciting. Because that means that they're, they're, me <clears throat> they're meaning something new. Which I'm always excited for. And Destiny 2 was on the horizon. Destiny 2 didn't release that much longer outside of Rise of Iron. So next we're going to talk about Destiny 2. Thanks guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle! Back to you guys. Destiny 2 released on September 6, 2017, only a year after Rise of Iron. So you see the developmental cycle of like DLC, 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 new game, DLC, DLC, DLC. It, it's kind of awesome, truthfully, um, because it kind of is able to add new mechanics in there. And man, Destiny 2 added so much into the game. They changed the game as a whole. Added new areas in which we could go. They just changed... They, they, no pun intended, they changed the name of the game. It was no longer about light. It was about power, because light was gone. Um, through storyline stuff, we got to see the Traveler have... A cycle have have issues basically. I don't want to spoil a story because again, like I said that's Doug's thing. I don't want to step on his thing. But Destiny Two changed a lot. It gave a cohesive story. It was kind of short, but it gave a lot of a really good storyline. You know, I think it might be one of the best sequels, truthfully. Because they changed what needed to be changed and left alone what needed to be left alone. The running and gunning and shooting all felt good. Loot cycles felt good. They didn't just cram in a bunch of mechanical changes and say, look, a sequel, like so many sequels do nowadays. They understood what worked and what didn't. They removed what didn't and added in what did. So... I actually really liked Destiny 2 when it came out. Then you have Curse of Osiris, which was released December 5th, 2017. And the Destiny 2 um, DLC is, is where I'm actually the weakest. Um, because I feel like I like it, some of them dropped with almost no fanfare. Um, and I, it just became so busy, actually. 2017 is roughly... 
it might be roughly around the time this podcast began started started playing more games as a whole and may i think i just missed some of them um so curse of osiris was interesting i just have almost no recollection of it probably because it mashed into several different dlcs um because i pretty much caught up on the third dlc and we're only on the first so warmind released on may 8th 2018 we're getting closer together so their development cycle has shortened dramatically um and it's it's getting i think the dlcs are getting smaller but they're getting more story forsaken dropped september 4th 2018 and that's actually where i jumped back in um cade six uh is easily probably the best character in the game and there was just so much promotional material around it um, and this is when Doug really started to be like, yo, let's play together. Yo, let's play together. And I did. Um, and it's been, it's, it's great. Uh, I fall in and out of it, but I maintain my stuff. You know, I asked him, Hey, what do you need for me to do for the next DLC coming up? And he was like, Hey, get up to this power level and we'll be good to go. And I'm excited for it. I'm actually extremely ready for this one. Um, I think I know Doug is going to get more out of the story than I am, but that's absolutely okay. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually really, really interested in it. So this next one coming up is actually not out yet. It's coming out in two days. It's Shadow Keep. It's going to be releasing on October 1st, 2019. So... I'm actually excited for it because of a couple of reasons. Uh, Destiny 2 will finally be on Steam. So I'll be able to play it on my computer. And there's cross saves, which I've already been able to take advantage of. Because, let's face it, Destiny is a really, it has a load intensive game. So my PC is perfect for it. I can sit here and play it on my PC and... I can run all my story stuff. I can run all my grinding information out. And then when Doug's ready to play, I can just pop over to Xbox and it's done. So I'm actually genuinely excited for it because I get to, I get to have fun. You know, I get to have fun with Doug and whoever wants to play. I've already lined up uh, Doug and one other person to play with as well. And I'm excited for it. We're getting, we have cross saves already. I can play it on my PC through Steam, not any sort of external launcher, which I uh, appreciate very much. I'm not one of those down with Epic games. I'm, I'm all for it, actually. But it's changing the name of Destiny, basically. Um, with being able to play it on PC, we're going to have, you know, well, we've been able to play it on PC. With being able to play it on Steam, it's going to be more, a little more easily accessible um, because you don't have to get another launcher. You don't have to do any extra fluff. You're able just to load it into Steam and boom you're done. A lot of people already have Steam loaded onto their computer, 
and you can get it there. And you, it migrates all of your purchases and things like that. So if you haven't done that yet, I would strongly jump on that, actually. And, you know, I'm actually excited to see where this is going. We're going back to the moon. We're getting a whole new map, new storyline, everything. So I'm genuinely excited. Um, If you play... Uh, let us know down in the comments down below, uh, which system do you play? Because we have the ability to play Xbox and I have the ability to play PC. So let me know what systems you play on. Maybe we can get a small raid group together. Um, I know Doug has been watching all of the raid stuff religiously. And I would love to get a raid team put together and maybe one day stream it and have fun together. So that's actually where we're going to end because uh, we're, we've run out of destiny. Um, we we're at the end of it. Shadow Keep is getting ready to drop in two days. So I I'm genuinely excited. And if you want to see an episode talking about all of the lore of destiny, just leave it down in the comments down below. Um, I'd love to do it, but if you want to see it, let us know. Uh, the more we hear from you, the more excited we get about things. Uh, because it means that you're interacting with it. So thank you all for listening. And if you're, if you've noted, I'm actually doing something a little bit different. Um, we actually have a Patreon and I've actually cut out the sponsor read for the Patreon exclusive, uh, content. So that way you're not hearing an ad right in the middle of the podcast. And if you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google play, you can go visit the Patreon and perhaps consider supporting us to uh, not have to listen to an ad so thank you everybody for hanging out with us just for this little bit today i hope that you all have a wonderful week and uh enjoy that destiny content thanks guys and thank you to all of our listeners out there because we really couldn't do it without you we hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in Nancy underscore chill. You can also find links to the articles, games, and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below. Thanks again for watching, and until next time...